Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Our toll-free hotline, 855-212-4CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Everyone's catching on. Everybody's doing it. PharrellOnTheBench.com is taking over the best site for picks, top-shelf results, killer price, unequal football snacks. 63% of my bets covered in college football last week and 60% on spreads. Five of the ten weeks in pro football, I've been in the 70% bracket. That's all there is to it. Documented. Everybody knows it's true. Get on PharrellOnTheBench.com. Hide the money from your wife. By the way, Mafia, I just saw uh, Braden Holpe. He had like 30 saves tonight in the uh, Caps 2-1 shootout win over the Flyers. Bro, dude, someone get him to shave his neck beard. My God. (laughs) That dude literally has like gigantic clumps of hair riding all the way down to his literally is the bottom of his neck i I mean i he makes andrew luck's neck beard look fashionable have you ever seen anything like that guy's neck beard i don't know why anyone likes the neck beard i don't know when that came into fashion when that became a thing for me it just looks stupid i mean it's one thing if you have a giant beard and it hangs down to that point right these guys have like the, the cropped beards and then the neck it's just ugh what is the deal with his neck, man? No idea. Have you seen? <laughs> He's got more hair on his neck than I, I do it. on my entire body. It really looks bad. Like, I again, tonight, didn't I call somebody else out earlier for a haircut? Uh, it was D-Lo. You got, someone's got to tell him he looks like a tarantula is on top of his head. And a Braden Holpe, bro, that neck beard of yours has got to go. I mean, you look terrible, dude. <laughs> it is just. It is like Civil War stuff. <laughs> Mavi, have you ever seen anything like that guy's neck beard? No, I haven't. It makes Andrew Lux look nice. He had the worst one. That far. Well, his was the worst in the NFL, right? Yeah, it definitely was. Well, this guy's got way more than him. I mean, way more. This guy, <laughs> This guy's got literally, I mean, a sweater riding down his entire neck. It is just, he looks like an idiot. Bro, someone's got to tell him. Like, I hope it's me. I hope he's hearing this right now, driving home from the game, getting off the team plane or something. I got to ask Garber High because we just had a funny conversation about it. He didn't hear it. I am very troubled by Braden Holpe's neck beard. It is out of control, man. He's got hair coming out of his neck. Like, really? I mean, it is like five inches long. All the way around his entire neck. He makes Andrew Luck look like uh, he's bald. This guy's got hair. I mean, absolutely the most neck beard I've ever seen in my it life. It goes low. Like, it, it goes... 
beyond all the way to his chest. Yeah, it's it's. I'm looking at it now. This is from November 10th. That was what three days ago. Dude, today he played the Caps beat the Flyers in a shootout. He got interviewed afterwards on MSNBC or whatever the hell it is, NBC Sports Channel, and his neck beard it was so out of control. It looked like, I mean, I can't even describe it. It, it, who was like didn't um didn't who had curly hair really bad on the Brady bunch was it Greg was it Peter I mean this guy's got like an entire head of hair sticking out of his neck who does that who walks around with that much hair on their neck I mean he looks like an idiot I don't care how much money you make I don't care if you won the Stanley Cup I don't care if you have a hot wife and kids you look like a tool you cannot have that much neck hair and think you look good. Someone has to stop it. It has to be stopped. Mafia, can we, is there any way we could take him hostage and, and shave it purposefully? Where we, is there anyone we could hire to kidnap him? Probably not. We need, I'll he, look into it. Listen, this guy, you're going to need a riding lawnmower. <laughs> this guy's neck beard. It is beautiful. <laughs> I mean, this guy's neck beard. Oh my God. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I saw it and I was like, oh my God, Jesus. Sunday, it's an NFL and CBS doubleheader featuring a battle between two of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the sport when. Jackson and the Ravens welcome Watson and the Texans into the Charm City, followed by New England bracing for another tough road game in Philadelphia against the Eagles. It all starts with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. There you go. Uh, Carver High, were you able to find any good photos of it? No? Of the neckbeard? Yeah. Yeah, I did. uh, It really is that. It goes deep. (laughs) It is a real problem. We evaluate all uh, all comers here on the uh, bench. You get evaluated. You have you have to stay focused. You got to stay clean. You got to stay uh, you know sharp on top of your game, fashion wise and personal hygiene. Can't have you just can't have neck beard rocking like four hundred pounds of neck hair on your face uh, with your beard. I mean the beard he has is bad enough. Is there anything worse than these guys, honestly, like Jumbo, that let their beard go, for, like, for five years without cutting it? Like, I have a, I have a goatee, right? I, I you know, I have a, I have a, a mustache and, and a uh, goatee, and I, I, I trim it all the time. I, like, make sure I don't look like an idiot. Is there anything worse than even these guys in the NBA that just let it grow and never cut it? They got, like, this goatee going, and it goes, like, eight feet down their face. Seriously, Carver, how you don't you go uh, if you go three days without shaving, you get a beard. Yeah, I mean, there's times that I'll go a week and a half, two weeks, just because I'm lazy. But so two weeks without shaving, that's like the max for me. And then you get like Grizzly Adams. I get annoyed. I don't get that. Mine doesn't grow like that. I noticed the other day you were rocking and it was pretty white. You had the yeah, old man winter. Reason why I can't let it go for too long. You get a little old man winter going. Little uh, no, little lovey. Yeah, that's right in the front, right? You know. Yeah, you get you get a little lovey going. I got it going. The gray beard. Have you ever seen anything like Lovey Smith's beard? It looks like he wipes snow on his face. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> Lovey's got it going pretty good. 
Jim Schwartz and the Eagles watch the Super Bowl win over the Patriots as part of their uh, prep for this week's game. Are you giving the Eagles, Mafia, any chance against the Patriots in Philly? Stranger things have happened. They beat them in the Super Bowl. I think it'd be a close game, but I still think the Patriots are going to win. I just think right now they're – I know they're coming off that loss, but they had a bye week. You give, you know, Belichick that extra time to prepare, it doesn't work out too well. All right. Who do you like there, Carver High, the Eagles or the Patriots? Yeah, the Pats. Coming off the bye. Talked about how they watched the Super Bowl win against the Patriots during the bye week, and a lot of their scheme has stayed the, the same. Bye, if I'm right. Both, both, both teams are coming off the bye, the Eagles and the Pats. So plenty of rest. Uh, by the way, Jason Peters had arthroscopic surgery on his knee, the left tackle of the Eagles. He last played in week six. His return to the field included a trip to uh, the operating room. He said, uh, Peterson said today that uh, the knee injury that's kept him out of action, Peters, was treated with a surgery in the last few weeks. He's ready to take a step back toward returning to the lineup. He should. Uh, he was practicing today, and the team will see where he is at the end of the week. Andre Dillard has been starting in Peter's place. Michael Thomas on pace for an NFL record 153 catches. He had 13 catches on Sunday and now has 86 catches through nine games. That puts him on pace for 153 catches over 16 games. How about this guy? He had 13 catches on Sunday, and they never scored a touchdown. The Saints never scored a touchdown in that game, unless I'm mistaken. Melissa in Cleveland on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi. Hey. Coming home from work. I need a pickleback. Double Jameson. Can, can we get her a double J-mo? Shake it. Thank you. There you yeah, go. I would like to talk about being really, really loud tomorrow at the Cleveland Browns Stadium during that game. I hope the fans, if they think there are a lot of Bills fans there the other day, just wait. There's going to be even more Pittsburgh fans in Cleveland t- tonight. I cannot wait. A little freaking, we need a new quarterback. What you think? What you think? So you've already, uh, so you've given up on Baker Mayfield? Oh, yes. Pretty boy. All the pretty boys need to go. Oh, yeah. And about the neck beard. It feels really good below the equator, kind of tickly, if you know what I mean. Wow, that's a strong effort there by Melissa. She's digging the neck beard. I'm not interested in that at all. Who does that? There's like, what, one in a million people walk around with that, going thinking they look good? Like, a lot of people have goatees and beards and everything, but they maintain them. This guy's just like, he's let it go rogue. It's like nothing I've ever seen. It's dramatic. Like, it's like he kept it from the Stanley Cup playoffs two years ago. <laughs> it's the last time he shaved. It really is. But here's the highlights of the Capitals Flyers on at, uh, ESPN. I'm watching it. But they're not going to – I don't think they're going to show him uh, interviewed or anything. I saw the interview after the game, and he just – I mean, it was like – I'm like, dude, <laughs> does no one love you? No one's telling you these things that you look terrible? I don't care how great a goalie he is here. This isn't a question of his goaltending skills. It's a question of his neck beard. Rick in Toronto, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for taking my t- call, Scott. Hey. First of all, my condolences for you and your family. The uh, reason I'm calling is about Don Cherry. Uh, I don't think you talked about um, Ron McClain yesterday. I think you should be talking about people like Jordan Banks and 
Bart Yatsley, the executives at Rogers, and involving them because they were cost-cutting people like Bob McCowan and Doug McLean and Nick Kiprios and Bob Cole and, and John Shannon because it's cost-cutting. If he was smart, he should have cut Don Shirley in, early in the season and not signed him to a contract. And I think he would be very much happier. And Mr. Yapsi is always doing his cut costing uh, for Edward Rogers. They're cost causing everything because of that 12-year contract, that $5.2 billion contract, Canadian dollars. And that's why um, uh, he should have got rid of Don Shirley earlier. And I'll thank you for your call and have a good night. All right, there you go. Uh, so he just rattled off, I think, all the people that work at Sportsnet that got everybody that works there now, used to work there, will work there in the future, and he named everybody. That, that, uh, one of the problems I'm having with that call is that no one here in in America, not that we can. Well, we are on in we, Toronto. We're on 590. We're on Toronto. Office. God bless them. I love them. I'm just saying all those people he rattled off, like I know who a couple of them are for sure. But no one here in America knows who any of them. The high are. executives of Roger Sportsnet is not. He also uh, rattled off their names. Yes. As if anyone gives well, he, a rat's ass. He put the main blame on them. Right. That they did not handle the situation properly, and you, you know what? Um, you know, saying that he maybe should have been out a long time ago. I'm sure there's a lot of people that think he should have been done a long time ago, look, but they, it's they, obvious they, look, that he, they. He messed up and they whacked him. I mean, what more do you want him to do? Yeah, like, what do you want, a, a cookie? He messed up, and they whacked him. That's it. He's, Bottom it's, line. It's over now. They finally got him out. You, you've wanted him out. You don't like him anymore. He's painful. He's old. And now you got rid of him, finally. You got nothing to worry about. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right. So, 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench couple of things. Uh, the podcast of the show comes out after the show every night and the following morning. All of it on Twitter at Scott Farrell at On The Bench CBS and on Facebook.com slash Farrell On The Bench. The podcast is about 2.15, 2 hours, 15 minutes, no commercials. I think you'll dig it. It's on Radio.com. Check out the Farrell On The Bench podcast. Every day, if you miss the show, if you can't listen to the show, if you can't stay up late and listen to the show, you can listen to it the next day. All you got to do is uh, go on Twitter or Facebook and you can get the show. It's easy. Also, for the people that uh, complain about the show being preempted a lot because of games, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, college football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, whatever it is, there's a game on and not Pharrell on the bench that makes you angry. Why deal with that BS? How about you just download one of these four apps and you're styling? You can use the CBS Sports app. We're on that every night, four hours. You can do radio.com. We're on that, four hours every night. Boom, done deal. Favorite CBS Sports Radio on uh, radio.com, and it'll be there every day. And then uh, SiriusXM app, channel 206 of SiriusXM app, every night, four hours. Boom, no questions asked. And how about Ask Alexa? Play CBS Sports Radio. Boom, that works. All four hours, no questions asked. So quit using the excuse, oh, there's games on. I can't hear Pharrell, so I give up. That's ridiculous. We're on every night, all four hours. Just download one of those apps, and you get the show every night. No questions asked, no hits, no runs, no errors. Everybody's styling. Don't forget, ILC Podcast's Carver High's new uh, episode is out of his hockey show. So that's out. And then he's got all kinds of appearances. Uh, I'm sure you can go to ILCpodcast.com and get information on appearances. And then uh, we're going to Vegas next week. 
will be in Vegas for Wilder Ortiz 2, the heavyweight championship of the world on Fox Pay-Per-View. Call your cable operator, order the pay-per-view fight next Saturday night, the 23rd, from the MGM Grand Garden Arena. We'll be in Vegas Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Two live shows Thursday and Friday night, the 21st and 22nd, from the MGM. Tune in on CBS Sports Radio next Thursday and Friday night. So there you go. Frank Reich said, we believe Adam Vanateri is the answer. I believe he's lying. I mean, I, you, you got to be kidding. I believe all the kickers that he had in to try out were awful. That's what I believe. He's missed five field goals and six extra points. He's been a disaster. So you, you believe that the four that tried out all sucked? Yeah, and... that's got to be what, why he believes in him again, right? Yeah. Because if somebody was good, he'd bring him in. And that'd be the end of it. Nick Foles says, I'm proud of Gardner Minshew. He did a great job. I'm proud of him for everything he's done. He's a tremendous player. He's been amazing in the quarterback room, and I've really enjoyed watching him play and develop as a young player. I was once him playing as a young player, and to see him playing at that level that he has is amazing. He's going to continue to develop and grow and have a great career, and I'm excited for him. What a teammate. Just a fabulous guy all around. Urban Meyer says that Dwayne Haskins is the best quarterback who ever played at Ohio State. The best quarterback ever. There you go. He's looked terrible so far in the NFL. He has, hasn't he? Through Week 10, the Patriots remain the Super Bowl favorites. They are plus 280. Saints second, plus 650. Ravens third, plus 700. Niners fourth, plus 750. Packers are right there, plus 900. Then the Chiefs, plus 1,200. Seattle, plus 1,400. Vikings, 2,000. Eagles, 2,100. Texans, 2,500. Cowboys, 2,600. Steelers, uh, plus 4,000. Carolina, plus 5,500. I guess after that, it doesn't really matter, does it? There you go. The favorites are in. Season over. Hand the Patriots the trophy. It's all a wrap. Chargers players not thrilled about going to Colorado to train for their game, preparing for the elevation Monday night in Mexico City. Who do they play Monday night? The Chiefs. Oh, so it's Chiefs, Chargers in Mexico City this Monday night? And I love this. This just tells me I'm going to run to the window and bet the Chiefs on Monday. They're sitting around, belly aching that they're training in the altitude in Colorado. They don't like it. They don't like it, which means they're going to go into that game not happy. Wanting to go home, run to the window with the Chiefs on Monday night. They don't want to go to Mexico. Steve in Cleveland on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. You know, I always worry about, like, with the neck beard, like the food that would get stuck in there. <laughs> I saw, you know, like, people are putting pictures on Twitter uh, since I brought it up. They're, it's all over my social media now all of a sudden. It is funny. I mean, it is the most disastrous thing I've ever seen. I can't fathom someone actually thinks it looks good, him or anyone. Well, I got to say, I mean, like, at least Baker, like, Baker Mayfield's beard is like, you know, sometimes he lets that go a little bit too, but he, you know, it's pretty well groomed and, you know, about the game coming on later tonight. I I, got to tell you, I think Baker Mayfield is, he's a fierce competitor. He's supremely talented. He took a step back this year, but he's still a franchise quarterback. I mean, I don't, I don't care what you say. So, let's see. Baker Baker Mayfield versus Mason Rudolph. I mean, granted, Pittsburgh has a nasty, mean defense, but 
you know, if you're looking at who's going to win this game versus the quarterbacks, I, I think the Browns have a chance to win this game. Yeah, I think he's a better quarterback right now than Mason Rudolph. But I'm not uh, rolling over for uh, Baker Mayfield because he has been uh, he's been bad this year. So there's no getting around it. I thought he looked a lot better, uh, like you know, at late in the game against the Bills. But I'm not sold on, you know, the three and six Browns or whatever the hell they are, and and the whole Baker Mayfield. He's on every commercial known to man. He's everywhere. He's he's everyone's flavor of the month. Uh, I'm not buying it, but I, you know, I would agree with you. He's better than Mason Rudolph right now. Uh, I think he's got a lot more experience. Believe it or not, the year that he was in, and then you know it was it was a good year, and they had a lot of exciting moments. So I think he learned a lot from that, and I think that Mason Rudolph hasn't had those experiences. But um, look, the Steelers' uh, defense is way better than. I think is better than the Browns' offense. You understand? So they they have to stop mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. They have to stop Landry. They have to stop Beckham. They have to stop Chubb. That's their job. Now they did that with Cooper Cup. They he never had one catch. So let's see if they can shut down those receivers and that running back because they're good. And I'll say this: um, you know, if Hayden's not feeling well if he's sick if he's got like some kind of flu or something that's a problem they need hayden because he makes plays you know fitzpatrick the other, thing too, is, the other thing too is you have to you know this you know people will question freddie kitchen's play calling and the way he schemes plays and i agree with that but when you when you have when you have the two-headed monster in the backfield you have kareem hunt and you have you know you have the other guy so chubb if if yeah, Nick Chubb. So if, if 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 Kitchens can find out can find a way to to use those two together like against the Bills, I mean, he was like blowing people up, Kareem Hunt, out of the backfield. Right. And if he can use those two in that way, I think that's going to be a, a huge plus for Cleveland. Well, I think uh, that's, you know, pretty captain obvious. I think uh, that uh Chubb is really good and so's Hunt and Hunt hasn't played in a year and a half, so he's as fresh as, you know, the newspaper every morning. All I know is, uh, you know, Freddie Kitchens, you're selling me Freddie Kitchens. I'm going to vomit. He hasn't done anything except fail. Okay? So you won a game against the Bills, and now you guys are going to the Super Bowl again? Calm down. I mean, honest to God. Even if they beat the Steelers tomorrow, they're not going to the playoffs. In my opinion, they're not sniffing it. But we'll see. You know, I'm, you know Freddie Kitchens, give me a break. Honestly, can I just get out of here tonight without getting hangry? I don't want to hear about Freddie Kitchens' fat ass anymore. I really don't. Freddie Kitchens, what has he done besides nothing? What? Uh, literally nothing. What has he done? You know, they give him all this love for last year. They went 7-8-1, and one, for Christ's sakes. If anyone else went 7-8-1 and one ever in the NFL, they'd be fired. Okay? They brag about this guy being some genius offensive coordinator. Give me a break. Seven, eight, and one. Nice job. He's lucky he got the job, and he's done nothing with it. He's three and six. So who do you blame? Blame Mayfield. Blame Beckham. Blame they don't give the ball to Beckham. Blame Landry. Blame Kitchens. Blame the defense. Blame the weather. Blame the neck beard. I don't know. You know, I can't come up with enough uh, people to blame for the Browns. Well, the you know, of course they'll beat the Steelers tomorrow, right? And then they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Please. Give me a break. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. 
Anyway, uh, there was a big scene at the uh, Rockets game tonight uh, with the Clippers and Rockets playing in Houston. So at the end of the game, like with a minute and a half left, there was all hell broke loose, right? And they started kicking players out. Beverly got tossed, I think. And then um, I think Doc Rivers got tossed. And Austin Rivers plays for the Rockets. He was he was jumping up and down screaming that they should tech up his dad, the coach of the Clippers. And, uh, I mean, Austin Rivers was going crazy. Uh, Beverly had expressed uh, displeasure with the officiating. Uh, his sixth foul, a call made when he bumped uh, Chestnut Harden away from the ball and 30 feet from the basket, and a technical foul he received from the bench with 131 left. He said, I got a technical foul because I looked at the ref, I guess, too long, and I guess you can't look at people in this league now. I don't know. I, I don't feel like that's fair. As a unit, we work too hard. Coaches work too hard. Players work too hard. Staff work too hard to prepare for each game. And to let a game come down to refs and free throws, I don't think is fair. I think we deserve better. I think fans deserve better. And the people who paid their hard-earned money to watch us play both teams, I think they deserve better also. And then um, they threw his ass out. Dan Tony acknowledged that Beverly fouling out was a key moment in the game. Very big. At least James uh, could take uh, the coat off of him. He was bugging the hell out of him. Uh, James was swatting like, get out of here. Patrick's one of my favorite players. He's all in it for the right reasons. He's what you want on your team. If you want to win, you get guys like that. Beverly got tangled up with Harden all night, picked him up full court, making it difficult for Harden to even get the ball. But at the end of the day, Harden said, we all know what Pat does. He's great at trying to get in your head and be aggressive. So I didn't try to focus on that. I tried to execute and get to my spots where I wanted to get my shots off. But we all know how great Beverly is. If you let him get into your head and to the body, he can be a pest. And then um, Westbrook was having none of it. Westbrook said, Patrick Beverly trick y'all, man. Like, he playing defense. He don't guard nobody, man. It's just running around doing nothing. All that commotion to get 47. That's what Harden lit him up for. So who's right? Uh, do you think Beverly's a great defender? I think he's a really good defender. But you got to admit, he defended Harden all night and he torched him for 47. If he's that good, then what the hell was that? Westbrook's right. He torched him for 47. He did whatever he wanted. And he fouled out. He teched out. And he got thrown out. And then Rivers got thrown out. He went just ballistic. You'll see it all day tomorrow on ESPN. They'll be showing it. But bottom line is, Rockets won the game. That's that. Anyway, uh, Dalvin Cook named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. He ran 26 times for 97 yards and a touchdown. Has seven receptions for 86 yards. There you go. Lamar Jackson takes second straight AFC Offensive Player of the Week. That's two in a row for him. Jadavian Clowney named the NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Clowney hit Garoppolo five times, sagged him once, had a forced fumble, and a fumble return for a touchdown. Jamal Adams of the Jets named AFC Defensive Player of the Week. He stripped Daniel Jones of a ball and scored a touchdown off the fumble recovery. Young Hoku wins the NFC Special Teams Honors. Falcons' new kicker. He's replacing a legend in Matt Bryant. And um, he got it done. He hit all four of his field goals and both extra points in a game for the Falcons in their win in New Orleans. 
Jason Sanders is the AFC uh, Special Teams Player of the Week. The Dolphins uh, have a winning streak, and kicker Jason Sanders played a big role in making it happen. He made all three field goals. He tried and added an extra point. Uh, birthday wishes out to your boy, Vinny Testaverde. All the old ladies love Vinny Testaverde. They all wanted Vinny. Tua Tagmaloa, a spectator at practice today as Alabama looks to bounce back from the LSU loss. So, I'm sure uh, this week they'll have uh, an easy way of it. They're going to, you know, obviously uh, take it out on their next victim. They couldn't beat LSU, but they could beat everybody else. Greg Schiano meets with the New Jersey governor, Phil Murphy. He met with him in the past few days. Murphy recently spoke to the former Scarlet Knights coach amidst Rutgers' efforts to clear what is believed to be the last remaining hurdle between a reunion with Shiano and agree on a plan to update the football facilities. The meeting between the two is noteworthy considering Rutgers a state university that drives 22% of its budget from state appropriations will presumably need support from Trenton in order to begin the next phase of facility upgrades. Geez, you think Murphy's going to spend money on that out of the state budget? Let's fix Rutgers football facilities. People will go crazy if he does that, won't they? I would think. Uh, DeMar DeRozan trade rumors. The Magic have expressed interest in the Spurs star. Is that what's going to happen to him at the end of his career? He's going to get moved like vegetables? Well, he can opt out at the end of the year, which I guess is scary for the Spurs. Orlando off to a tough start this year. They're looking for star players. At least they won they tonight. Take a chance. They won tonight. They beat Philly, Philly right? Nets reportedly uh, lose Chris Levert for weeks with a thumb injury, so they signed him on Shumpert. Rockets' Eric Gordon out six weeks at least after getting his right knee scoped. Asked about getting stabbed in the back, Chris Paul points to the trade from the Rockets. So he basically said they stabbed him in the back. Said every situation is different, but the team is going to do whatever they want to do. They'll tell you one thing and do a smooth another thing. He said it's the business side. Paul said he got stabbed in the back. The last situation was one of them. The GM there in Houston, he don't owe me nothing. You know what I mean? He may tell me one thing, but do another. But you just understand that's what it is. Everybody's ripping on Daryl Morey these days. Anyway, Chris Paul playing in OKC these days. I can't take another article about load management. I don't know why I sent that to you. NBA power rankings now. Celtics have moved, I told you, up to number one. Lakers, too, they both... One tonight, Bucks number three, Clippers number four, Heat five. I don't think that'll last. Raptors six, Jazz seven, Sixers eight, Rockets nine, Nuggets ten. And then uh, outside looking in, Suns and Pacers 11 and 12. It's just the daily power rankings that come out every five minutes in sports. For the second straight year, Jacob deGrom gets the Cy Young Award. So they got the rookie of the year and the Cy Young, the Mets. No playoffs, but they're winning hardware. Zero playoff games. Of course. Justin Verlander wins the AL Cy Young Award. Who cares? As long as he's sleeping with Kate Upton. You know what I mean? As long as you got that, who cares about awards? 
Hall of Famer Mike Piazza agrees to manage the Italian baseball team. You think he'll visit with uh, Rick Pitino when he's over there coaching the Greek basketball team? Maybe they could hook up for some pasta. Find a nice Italian restaurant. Yeah, I mean, Pitino knows all the great spots. Especially the one. Padres are going to try to lock up Fernando Tatis Jr. to a long-term deal. $300 million. I'm just kidding. Yachty Molina wants a contract extension. Who doesn't? The Kings bench uh, Ilya Kovalchuk. The GM refuses to say for how long. I guess they're going to torture him for a while and not play him. Is he up in the press box now? Yep. Uh-oh. Flyers fans have reason for optimism. Like that shootout loss tonight? One customer at uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook hit a eight-leg parlay Monday night to turn $11 into twenty grand. Timberwolves money line, Celtics money line, Grizzlies money line, Rockets money line, Clippers money line, Jazz money line, Winthrop money line, and Seahawks money line. Nice $11 for twenty grand. I drank all of it in less than five hours, the twenty grand. Chris in Michigan, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Scotty, what's up, man? Hey, dude. Hey, I just want to give it up to you, man. After four hours of being on the radio, dude, I, I know it can't be easy talking about Kaepernick left and right. You just want to pull your hair out. And uh, another thing, what do you think about Michigan-Michigan State game this weekend? Well, I think that's uh, going to be a good game. I think Michigan State's blown a lot of games and been basically terrible uh, I thought the loss to Illinois was really the epitome of their season. I thought that they blew that, and it, it was embarrassing. They looked terrible. I'm not sure that uh, firing Mark D'Antonio is a good idea. He's done a great job there overall when you really think about it. I don't think they can get a better coach than that in East Lansing, to be honest with you. Now, you guys might all think otherwise, but I'll be surprised, uh, I guess, if they fire him. But, you know, this rivalry uh, is huge, and we'll see if – Michigan State can hang with them. They looked great for three quarters last week, and then they collapsed. So this is a huge game. I think Michigan's obviously playing way better football than Michigan State these days, so we'll see what happens. Is the game in East Lansing, or is the game in – I think it is. Uh, Mike in California. Hey, what's up, Scotty? I was just uh, calling in to see what you thought about this whole injury report going on with 49ers. I know that uh, – you know, Emmanuel Sanders just had that rib contusion. Right. And they say day to day, and now Kittle's, you know, his old knee and ankle. Do you think Debo Samuels is going to be the new number one wide receiver? Just seeing your feedback. Well, yeah, probably if uh, if he's injured and can't go, they'll figure it out. Next guy will step up and do what they got to do. Look, uh, I think people in, in the Bay Area are overreacting to the loss to Seattle. Like, calm down. I mean, you were 8-0, and everything was gravy, right? And you're partying and laughing, drinking your wine and eating your cheese and crackers. And then you lose a game, and now the world's ending. Uh, I think the Niners are fine. Uh, the The deal is they got to win the division. They really do. They can't let Seattle steal that division from them. And Seattle got a huge edge by beating them in San Francisco. Don't they play in Seattle later? That that's a another tough place to play. Have fun up there because it's the last game of the season. The Seahawks are dangerous in their building. Don't forget the podcast after the show tonight and tomorrow morning on Twitter at Scott Burrell, at On Event CBS, and on Facebook.com slash Pharrell On Event. For Carver High and Mafia, I'm Pharrell. We'll see you tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Eastern. Good night.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.